0: Shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business
1: Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio
0: X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli.
1: What makes your business grow? Well, for today's guest, uh, it's the things that yours require, employees, customers, etc., but also good old-fashioned sunshine, rainwater, and soil, Drew Eccles, general manager of the Jaymore Moore Farm. Welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me, Phil. I bet you've been thinking about that one for a couple days now. You look at that. Are
1: you proud more, of me? I am very, proud of, I am
0: very proud of you. Multi-talented. Uh-huh.
1: My best intro ever.
0: That's right. You bring out the best of I, me. Glad glad I can hip. Glad I can hip. I didn't know if it was going to be that or a rap. I didn't know. Uh, That's how we we'll close up. I was up. a little bit scared. I was a little bit scared. That's
1: how we'll close up, Drew. Um, Welcome back to the show. Absolutely. Drew has been on the show before, and um, but I want to have Drew back, A, because it's a pleasure to speak with Drew, but B, of all the businesses that we uh, have on the show, I would say that yours changes the most with the season. So we could speak to you every month and things would be a little bit different.
0: That's right. We're, you know, we're always doing something different. Um, And at the, inside the driveway, as far as retail goes, always something different out on the farm. um, As far as seasons and crops, it's always something different. So it is exciting. That's probably my favorite part of the job, Mm -hmm. you know, that it does move around everything changes so often
1: it doesn't get old and i love that too it's just it's you look forward to the next thing and then as soon as you're getting a little burnt out from peach season it's time to do pumpkins what's next. Pumpkins. pumpkins whoa
0: look I, that literally irrigating pumpkins this morning uh <laughs> plants look phenomenal mm. starting to see one or two blooms out there so i don't know man when does pumpkin
1: season officially start when should we mark our calendars to get out there to get some pumpkins
0: you know i I can't make myself want a pumpkin at my house until like the day after Labor Day, you All know right. that's yep. just kind of my thing. I don't know, Fair but enough. hey um everybody else pulls them out on display, you know the grocery stores bring them out seems like after the Fourth of July <laughs> <laughs> right well they get the uh they get the uh school supplies out of the way and then they put the pumpkins out but I don't know. People start looking for pumpkins right about that first week of September. Okay. So, especially all that odd stuff, the weird gourds and all that type stuff. They kind of put off the, the jack-o'-lanterns until October, but they get out there looking for all that weird, colorful stuff mm-hmm. early.
1: I just felt a little bit of the coolness of fall, the excitement of football season, and of corn mazes and
0: pumpkins. Can't wait. But Can't wait.
1: Is as exciting as that is, can you beat peach season
0: absolutely not we're um you know you and i talked several times back during the spring um phil called me concerned about about our crops and and the cold weather <clears throat> this is not the best crop we've ever had by any means but it's nowhere near the worst crop either uh we've had a um uh surprising amount of peaches the last uh three weeks really um started picking kind of normal time you know into may first of june but um volume was just really light Mm -hmm. uh we're not uh, weren't picking a lot of fruit then you know about a week and a half ago volume picked up tremendously this week going to pick a lot of fruit next week going to pick a lot of fruit it's going to tell off then but we will we'll have peaches at least i would say until the 20th of august or so so Mm -hmm. you know it's going to turn out and be a pretty good season i think the quality is has been phenomenal that's oh, yeah. that's the crazy thing that um you know god knows what he's doing right mm-hmm. um the, the strawberry crop it took forever because of some cold weather it took forever to get that volume up but it was some of the best quality we'd ever grown mm. um this year kind of this summer kind of the same thing with the peaches that um it's taken a little while to get volume up but man they're good they're they are really so really good, good.
1: If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, you're joining at a great point. I'm here with Drew Eccles, GM of Jaymore Farms. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, and we're talking about peaches. And Drew is mentioning this isn't the best crop they've ever had. It's not the worst. And what he means, as you mentioned, you know, the quality's great. The peaches are wonderful. But we had a late frost, right, that killed a lot of the, froze a lot of the blossoms and hurt that volume
0: yeah actually you know this this time it was uh it was one of the earliest times that we'd ever got our peaches killed it was the week I like sometime maybe the 16th and 17th of march it was cold then again on like the 19th and 20th or somewhere in there the biggest problem we had was we had like two weeks of very very warm weather in february abnormally mm. warm weather in february um had a lot of News stations out uh, since March that, want, they, you know, people want to talk about that freeze, but, you know, it's supposed to be cold here in March. It's mm-hmm. just not supposed to be 85 degrees in February. Right. And that was, that was kind of the problem. And it set everything in motion a couple of weeks early. But we were able, you know, to salvage some fruit. And, um, you know, there, it's not a huge crop as far as numbers go, but the peaches left on the tree, um, I guess there's just not as many of them. So they're bigger. Uh, they're kind of not mm. having not having to share nutrients with the other peaches on the with extra right. peaches on the tree so again quality's good um and and some of the favorite varieties that people look for uh loring we're picking those right now and uh i think probably um probably folks need to call ahead i know this airs uh saturday but um we'll uh may start picking some georgia bells next week and that's Mm -hmm. an old timey white peach you can't hardly find them anywhere it's just an old-fashioned peach that um man i don't even i have no idea how far it dates back but i know that we've been growing it forever and it's just one of those it's like a delicacy it's like a southern Mm -hmm. delicacy it's kind of like fried chicken you know that you can't buy good fried chicken up north right Mm. Only, only here so uh come check out the um georgia bales over over the next week or so make sure you call ahead and, and i think we'll have a good crop
1: i tell you what the quality has been great i've been up there several times to get peaches and they're amazing i was sitting there i usually eat them over the sink because i'm they're gonna drip and i was just thinking that y'all are just bringing joy to the world because there's nothing better than a ripe peach in season
0: I have eaten more the past couple weeks than <laughs> than than I, than I could even count. And last weekend, last Saturday and Sunday, we had um, we didn't know we were going to be able to do this, especially with like talking about the short crop. But uh, you pick peaches is a big thing on the farm, and and um, it was really fun to be able to offer that. Carly did a really good job promoting it uh, online, and um, we had over a thousand people come out Saturday and Sunday. Families, uh, first-time visitors, um, as several of them stuck out to me, I, I got my picture made with some people from the, uh, from the Philippines that were visiting wow. relatives down in Gwinnett County, probably the best one was a family from um, California. And they wanted to pick Georgia peaches. <laughs> and that's just a point of pride for Georgia peach farmers because the truth of the matter is, is California has about 10 times more acres of peaches than wow. the state of Georgia. So. <laughs> but we are the peach state. So it was kind of a point of pride that some Californians uh, were visiting northeast Georgia and, um, and headed up into the Smoky Mountains. And they saw us on Facebook and they bought their tickets and, uh, and came out to the farm. So that was cool. That was really mm. cool
1: so awesome
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh all right so the back to the the crop the peaches that's something every business can have unexpected things occur but in agriculture particularly there are things completely outside your control there's nothing you could have done but you have to adjust you have to pivot How, how do you how do you do that
0: well i you know uh we've been really fortunate back in the back in the 80s i i'd had you know shaking hands with so many people on the farm this past saturday i told the story um back in the 80s my granddad lost four peach crops in a row and um, mm. he almost he almost lost the farm um the farm was not very diversified then um uh, really just um a fledgling roadside market at the time and um uh peach trees and uh and broilers chickens ah. um so we weren't very diversified and um you know obviously i was just a kid and, and don't really remember it but i think that's the main thing is you know you bounced us to pumpkins a few minutes ago oh
1: and we'll go we will bounce that let's do the, the we're, we're bouncing up to our break so let's bounce to pumpkins and peaches after this prepare for a storm welcome back to north georgia business radio x i'm your host phil benelli delighted to be here with drew eccles gm of jaymore farms kind of the face of jaymore farms too to me anyway
0: that's why you got me on the radio that's right he won't make a video with me yeah. folks he'll, he'll only get me on a radio microphone uh,
1: it's <laughs> hey, the face of jaymore farms is a face for radio okay don't take that the wrong way um but before the break we were talking about diversification and hey this you know i think in terms of you your J Moore farms to me and, and your peach crop and how it went last year and this year but we were talking about how your grandpa you know in the 80s lost four peach crops in a row when peaches and broiler chickens were the only part of the business that's it so so now you're diversified right you have lots of crops in fact I don't know. You might not even know the number of how many crops you you I plant. have no
0: idea. You put me on the spot a while ago in the parking <laughs> lot, and I started trying to count, but I didn't have enough fingers and toes.
1: <laughs> uh, and not only are you diversified from a product standpoint, but then also from how you distribute that. You're not just wholesale peaches probably you probably didn't wholesale any peaches this year
0: absolutely not
1: right it's people coming there and uh, agritourism experiences so is that the key do you think just the more you can diversify you're prepared for that storm
0: i think so and and you know uh, clearly um for us peaches that's kind of like the bill payer. you know that's really what we that's the bread and butter that's what we try to count on but when you get when you get uh, dealt a crop like this one um you know, we spent several years um, trying to buy more land, leasing land, uh, more equipment, bringing in more help, things like that so um, so we could expand our pumpkin business mm-hmm. and now you know this year we've got 200 acres of pumpkins, um, little things like that I mean and we've been we really have been blessed um, to um, it, it's it's pretty rare that you take a, a strawberry crop, a peach crop. And a pumpkin crop, and they're all good, mm-hmm. perfect crops. Mm-hmm. But it's also pretty rare that they're all bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most of the time you hit two out of the three, and very rarely do you lose three out of three, mm-hmm. or even you two, out three, uh, yeah. two out of three. So. You know, those are our main crops, uh, and and that's what we sell the most of. But we do, you know, this year we've got so many vegetables. Um, picking cantaloupes right now, uh, tomatoes, green beans, sweet corn. Uh, about to start picking some field peas um, and watermelons. Man, I got to sample a watermelon out in the field a while ago. Took one home to Shelly. So we're going to have watermelon for dinner tonight. All right. Can't wait. So
1: that brings up but between the strawberry season, peach season and pumpkins you are also diversified across the year because the timing on all those is separate
0: that's right you know it, it and and all that starts and like you said just different times the strawberry crop actually gets planted in october during pumpkin season and it grows all winter until spring and and then you know peaches kind of fire up about the middle of march and pruning and all that kind of stuff Pumpkin season, we normally get underway with the planting sometime around the end of May, 1st of June. Um, but, you know, with those crops, talking about being diversified with the crops, you mentioned during the break, too, that um, not just the crops, but the business aspect of it, too. Right. I mean, um, again, we have several wholesale accounts, not so many this year. But um, we, do a, we wholesale a lot of produce. Uh, trying to diversify the driveway as a matter of fact you know offering more of those agritourism type events like we talked about earlier the you pick peaches uh you pick strawberries and and corn maize and all that type stuff but um most recently a couple weeks ago and i know i leaned on you a lot during the wintertime bouncing ideas uh back and forth um we uh most recently we closed our store at banks crossing and uh and brought daphne and her employees up to alto Uh, We opened the eatery, Uh, our barn that used to be a lot of folks, a lot of the listeners probably been to events up there. A couple years ago, we actually converted it into a concession stand, and um, that worked out really well. Seemed to be high demand, especially when we were having an event on the farm. So Mm -hmm. we thought, you know what, Um, let's consolidate this thing a little bit, streamline the business a little bit, get everybody inside the same driveway, pulling in the same direction, and also I think— um this is the part you and I remember I remember us having this conversation that being able to serve those customers <clears throat> even more um got the greatest customer base ever that come year after year sometimes week after week mm-hmm. to buy peaches and buy fresh produce or or apple pies or things like that but now we offer uh, sandwiches and salads and wraps and chicken salad. And just... and not
1: just any sandwich.
0: That's right. just one
1: heck of a sandwich.
0: <laughs> that's right. Exactly. I had to take Phil and his kids down to Banks Crossing on a little sightseeing tour and let him try them out before we brought them to Hall County.
1: <laughs> when, when we were there, the governor was there getting a sandwich. That's, that's right. That's, it's,
0: <laughs> that's how good it was. That's so. how good it
1: is right there. Well, um, you know what's one thing that stood out to me? And and by the way, before we... we go on down this rabbit hole if you haven't got a sandwich uh from from the folks at jaymore do yourself a favor and do and get the pasta salad chicken salad those salads are great and if you want to have a special business lunch or just to get together uh they do delivery
0: absolutely
1: and that's the way to make people happy right there
0: Man, it started just borderline accidental. You know, a lot of schools uh, Mm. were ordering lunches for their staff and then, um, you know, treating the staff to a lunch. And then all of a sudden the teachers kind of got addicted to the sandwiches and they started putting in their own orders and we would show up, you know, at 11 a.m. at the school or 10.30, whatever it was, with their sandwiches. Um, Then that kind of blossomed into, um, you know, if – if Phil Sutton up at Kubota, if he, if he needs to treat some employees or some guests to lunch, he calls and he says, hey, I need, you know, 20 sandwiches or 40 sandwiches, whatever it is. And it's it's worked out great.
1: Mm. It made my stomach happy.
0: Well, how many you need tomorrow? 20? <laughs> Don't you tempt me, Drew. Don't you tempt me. You,
1: when you were talking through that decision um which was a, which was a tough one you know you you've had this location at banks crossing for 10 for a long, years 10 years yep. mm-hmm. good location in many respects
0: profitable business that's what hurt the most profitable business and the customers down there that were used to mm-hmm. shopping down there
1: so there were good things and and by the way i think it's it's always ideal when your situation can be that you're going from something good to something better
0: i think that's right
1: you weren't shutting down anything bad but the thing that you in talking to you that stood out in hearing you the most was that you were focused on that team and you had a great have a great team that you were excited to get at that driveway and be able to fully utilize all the great talents they have
0: we've got a lot of infrastructure up at alto i mean driveways trucks and it's stuff people don't really think about as infrastructure so much but trucks and uh, and driveways and buildings and warehouses and coolers everywhere Um, and and cars of people come that's right and and a lot of people come in and and just um didn't have the staff to be able to service them all and and I i felt like that was kind of the missing link that we you know the number one question uh from most people uh, who come to Moore was not so much uh what's the best peach today is what do y'all have to eat here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They wanted a meal. Uh What has blown my mind over the past week and a half is um Daphne and her staff. They come in early, they come in at 9am and they're making chicken salad, pimento cheese, all those other salads. I know, feel shaken over here. Mm-hmm. I should have brought mm-hmm. them a little sample platter, mm-hmm. but they're making all th- their intention was, was to make all that stuff in the morning. And, um, uh, But we've kind of had to move that around a little bit. People are literally showing up at nine thirty in the morning to buy sandwich, to buy ham and cheese sandwich. So hey, whatever. I don't blame Uh, them. I don't either. I'm not mad at them.
1: A lesson from that for me was a: if you you know build the the right staff, which you have done, and then think to yourself, business owner, am I putting these players in the best position to succeed? And again, they were doing great. At banks crossing but how can i put them in a better situation i've got the right players doing the right thing how can i put them in the best position which you've done and then also you know you 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 developed a great product they have a great product that they that they produce and so how can i get that great product to more people or to the people when they need it so let's dive back in to the ins and outs of the farm when we get back from this break on north georgia business radio x Stay balanced. I'm back uh, as your host, Phil Benelli, North Georgia Business Radio X, here with Drew Eccles, GM of Jaymore Farms, and talking about diversification in the business and balancing out different markets and, uh, and different timings of, of products uh, or crops coming. And one thing that came to mind is, you know, you hear that you need a balanced diet. And how about some fresh vegetables and some fried pies? I mean that's a good balance, don't you think? As long as it's like peach or apple. Yes, yeah, peach or fruit, apple. Got fruit, got fruit in there. Got fruit in there. I just got some peach ice cream this weekend.
0: Never mind that pound of sugar. That's no, <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Just go jogging.
1: Yeah, but if you're getting the if you're getting the the fresh veggies too, it totally. That's
0: right. Don't matter.
1: It just balances itself. That's out. right.
0: I had some ice cream this weekend. Did you? Yeah, man, it's good.
1: You deserve. It. I did too. Sunday,
0: we were um, had to treat myself to a little bit of peach ice cream
1: so that makes me think of something so i went in with the family the benelli family four kiddos and uh one of them had a birthday this past week happy birthday libby just turned eight turned eight my little georgia peach one of them one hey of my yeah. two little georgia peaches so uh benny and myself got peach uh Lindsay and caroline got strawberry and then uh weston And Libby got vanilla. Anyway, I noticed that the gals at the ice cream counter were so pleasant, so fast, and that that is something that rings true across the whole staff.
0: Well, I appreciate you saying that. It means a lot.
1: How do you cultivate that culture?
0: Retail's demanding. It's very demanding, and and, uh, just keeping them smiling on those busy uh saturdays and sundays sometimes it is a challenge but because uh, that's a very hot building as most mm-hmm. of the customers know that is a very very hot building and with uh a couple two or three thousand folks in there on on a saturday uh it's pretty demanding but you know we um man we've been really fortunate to um you know find people a lot of local folks high schoolers and a lot of college kids uh, we have a huge pool of workers um, and that's because we give them a lot of flexibility, mm. you know, it's a little bit aggravating sometimes, um, uh, scheduling when you've got such a huge pool, but, um, we, um, that's kind of how you have to do it these days, right? A lot of them are part-time, um, because my joke, uh last week was we're not, we're not in high demand in January, we're in high demand in July, so it's, yep. you know, it's time to get it. Um, uh, but, um... Yeah, they do a phenomenal job. We actually, week before last, we had uh, Commissioner, Ag Commissioner Tyler Harper up there, and he was back there making ice cream, and <laughs> the first one was not very pretty. Uh, and I think he's um, – he he is uh, – he was pretty self-conscious about that so he kept on and he kept on until he made that perfect ice cream cone all right <laughs> the the crowd favorite up there is the swirl though you were talking about all the ones that uh different ones y'all got but like more people get that strawberry peach swirl than I, anything i else. didn't even know this was a thing it is i like the peach by itself but my kids get the swirl all right so
1: if you're out there listening and you have some kids or employees or friends or just you, doggone it, go get you some Jay Moore ice cream.
0: I saw a list the Department of Ag put out on Facebook yesterday of all the great farm markets across the state of Georgia that have uh, homemade ice cream. So had us right up here in Hall County. Wow. And, uh, and Mountain Fresh Creamery, too. I mean, I think, look, here's the deal. We use their milk. They use our peaches. And every awesome. every now and then, I have to go cheat and get me a butter pecan over there if I'm ever in the area. So
1: you bring up a great point, point. Uh, and you and I are on the Halt uh, County Farmers Bureau board together. That's right. Lots of farms, and you just mentioned Mountain Fresh Creamery, and and you and there's a, a partnership. You're customers of each other, and people could look at it and think, oh, well, on a Saturday, they're competitors right but that's not how it is and uh i i have a friend who uh, yesterday texted me a picture of um something he saw online of this other farm that does similar things to ours and said oh there's some competition and i said well that's awesome i love what they're doing let's talk about that there is other agritourism things but you you like that it's good to build up that community in a bigger i think it market. very
0: much is i yeah now i'm not gonna lie to you um 20 years ago, uh, Drew Eccles wanted to sell every single ice cream, corn maze ticket, and every peach in Hall County. But um, I I think, you know, what I've figured out, uh, I've got some really, really good friends um, who market a lot of the peaches in the state of Georgia. The, the companies they're based in middle Georgia. The name of the company is Genuine Georgia. And they just sell, on a normal year, they sell thousands of boxes of peaches hundreds of thousands of boxes of peaches all across the United States. Kroger, Publix, the peach truck, all these One of the things I learned from them, and I think it rings true, it's not just in peaches, it's steaks, it's pork, it's ice cream or corn mazes. Look, the more times the public says the word peaches, yep, the better off the industry yep. is. The more times the public thinks about a corn maze, the, the better off all the corn mazes are. So... Um, Try not to look at it so much as competition anymore. Um, you know, um, don't run around price checking everybody, mm-hmm. or just just do your, thing, do and, your and, thing, and your parking lot will be full, and you take care of your customers, and everything will be just fine. That's that's kind of the approach I've been trying to take for the past ten years, anyway.
1: I love it. the mature Drew.
0: That's right. That's still right. young. That, well, still young, but mature. Young with this head full of gray hair. <laughs>
1: there you go. Well, and I tell you what, I I you know a lot of What I do at the farm, people don't even know what it is. They don't even know what a pastured chicken is or what is pastured pork. Why would I want to eat that? So the more that they hear about it, like you said, the better for me. I think that's right. I I think
0: that's right. And just just put put good customer service out there and a good quality product and everything else will take care of itself, I think. Amen. For the most part. (laughs) I'm,
1: I'm listening on audiobook right now to the autobiography of henry ford and he if he says it once he says it a hundred times in there uh is it, you got to focus on service 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 money's going to take care of itself i believe it and he was doing something too where you know he kind of was one that created his market of the auto market and he did something totally different anyway it's a great book if you want to check it out the life and
0: work can you Henry get on an audio That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Farms I should have known, known. I should have known you can't read.
1: Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. Now you know where I went to high school. I gotta listen. Anyway. Just kidding, go warriors. Uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I I, uh, I did I grew up in White County and love White County. It's wonderful when I when I speak to uh, groups sometimes of kids in the area. I'll say uh, when I that people don't know People don't believe when I tell them where I'm from because I smile a lot. When I do, you could see that I have on my teeth, which, of course, is not at all reflective of White County. People aren't walking around missing all their teeth, but it's a funny joke.
0: Well, I'm from Alto, from L.A. Well, there you go. Yeah, baby. It's close. Yes. It's a good, good place. That's right. Metropolis.
1: You, you bring up something great here for the show, and that I love living in northeast Georgia. I love living in, you know, although there's plenty of hustle and bustle, still quite a rural area. And I love going up to Sautee and White County and Alto. And you draw more and more people every year from Atlanta, even California.
0: Most amazing conversation yesterday afternoon, uh 4:30 in the afternoon. I was finishing up the day out, out at Jay Moore, um selling some peaches. Family comes in from Auburn, Alabama, and he says, um these are not the same peaches you had here last week. Like, you're right. The uh, varieties change. You know, last week we had July Prince. This week we have Scarlet Prince and Loring. And um, I and I just assumed that they were here. You know, for they he talked. He said something about hiking at Tuluba Gorge, and I thought that maybe they spent a week up in the mountains. No, like they were in the mountains a week and a half ago. They went back to Auburn. They love this area so much uh, that you know it's a little half day drive for them. They try to get them a overnight Airbnb somewhere around Helen or Clayton or wow. whatever. You know it is a, it's the greatest place to live. You know oh. I've never really I've never traveled out of the country. I've been all over the place in the lower forty eight, but it's the most beautiful place I've found.
1: It's the best. All right, we're going to talk about the appeal of that and bringing folks to the farm when we get back on this break. From North Georgia Business Radio X. What is your business doing to make something truly special? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with a truly special guest, Mr. Drew Eccles. Of Jay Moore Farms. Drew, before the break we were talking about how blessed we are to live in this place. What a wonderful place it is it, But you know more than just this geographical locale What you all put together on the farm is special. It takes people back to a different place in time. Get my bull peanuts simpler way of life but When the farm started and for many years, it was just a production farm. That's right. How? Tell me about the journey of going into the agritourism component, and how do you all look at that and make such a wonderful experience?
0: Well, I, you know, there's a there's a lot of factors that go into it, and and we have uh, my family's always been retail minded um, since the early days, but the kind of on farm activity stuff that was uh, that was a little bit different, and um, and look, it was happening all over the country some of our listeners have probably heard this story before, but um, farms were opening their, opening their people, farmers were opening their farms up to, uh, to the public for you picks and corn mazes and all that type stuff. And we knew we had a good location and uh, to be able to do things like that. And again, it is, but it's not just about, you know, Jay Moore or even my family. It's about the whole Northeast Georgia and, how many people actually want to be here um Mm -hmm. and travel through this area um and and that's a lot you know i mean and it's more and more every day um so um well you're lucky that you're you're
1: fishing in a great stream
0: that's right that's right
1: but if you weren't putting the right bacon on the hook you still wouldn't catch that's right
0: There's, there's a lot of truth to that i appreciate you saying that Um, But so my dad and my my sister Carly, they were, especially Carly spent a lot of time this winter. She was out in Texas for a week or so and in California for like another week and a half uh, touring farms. And I mean, probably um, literally 10 farms in the whole entire country actually have their driveway that dumps out on a major four-lane <laughs> highway. I, right. Very, very few. Yeah. So so very fortunate. And my granddad had no idea that that four-lane was coming through there when he bought that particular track of land. But um, so, so obviously the traffic helps out. But like you said, people just want to get out on a farm. Mm-hmm. They want to get outside. They wanted to do this prior to COVID. Then when COVID hit, it just sped it up. Light years, and I think um, I, we just were hoping that whole entire time we were slammed, busy the whole time during COVID, and we were just hoping and praying that we uh, we were going to gain a lot of new customers, and we did. You know, all these people coming up that had never been to the farm before, um, and that seems to be the case. They're they're coming back. Well, they, they'll tell us the first time was you know the first time coming was back in twenty twenty uh, this past weekend, like I told you out out there in the peach orchard, I had an opportunity just to talk to a lot of people and tell them how to pick peaches. That meant a lot to them, you know, to be able to talk to one of the owners, um, that means a lot to them and, um, to actually go help them put a peach in their, uh, in their bag. Um, and that's the way Judah does out there at the market. Um, pretty rare that, you know, you go to a business and you see the, see one of the owners out there, making the peanuts every day you know uh and and judah does that it's a point of pride for him and people love the boiled peanuts oh yeah and and they actually pay attention they know who makes the boiled peanuts (laughs) they know you know so that's that's a cool thing and i think that's the unique type stuff they know my dad is you know he he's the he's the farmer who likes to build things and and um, he was out It, it was legitimate family affair this past weekend we were so busy that we had every all hands on deck a lot of times my dad he's not the agritourism man he, <laughs> he, his personality's not that but he was front and center this weekend he had to be so um that was cool and had Shelly and Chloe and Cohen out here with me in the field so it was it was neat and it was just a i think that's a unique uh very you know you're not gonna find that everywhere right um you're gonna find in a lot of cases you find a lot of hired people I was getting that free labor out of my wife and my kids, so, uh, you know, I, all I had to do was take them to dinner afterwards. Ah. There you go. Easy enough. That's right.
1: If you're just joining us on North Georgia Business Radio X, I'm your host, Phil Benelli. Excited to be here with the Mr. Drew Eccles. Although I am, he's he's teasing me, he's making me hungry, talking about the, the, the Judah-boiled peanuts, chicken salad, pasta salad,
0: the peaches. Man, that, that bow tie salad. Oof it's embarrassing i can eat a whole pint of Mm. (laughs) i don't even Mm. want to know the calories
1: Mm. well and i love i literally i was eating a peach over the sink the other day and thinking about man you're doing more than just selling a product it's just such a wonderful thing and i'm so glad that people can get out they do want to get out on the farm hey if you're listening this you want to have a full saturday come for a, a a farm tour and learn about regenerative agriculture and livestock production at Hopewell Farms GA, and then you're gonna work up a hunger, and you need to go and get some lunch at Jaymore. They need to walk around there and work up another hunger. Get get some ice more cream food and, a pie. and get some ice cream and pie, and <laughs> then bring a bunch of veggies and and uh, peaches home. That's a good day right there.
0: Yeah, there's a there's just a lot of great farms in in Hall County. And um, got uh, you know you got Mountain Fresh Creamery over there um sweet acre farms sweet winery acre the, the slu- wine
1: slushies whew
0: man come on now i need one of them in my house i think
1: i tell you what <laughs> so, uh so you, there's these great events i when i think of jay moore i'll go there during the week something i think it's saturday and sunday during the day but i know i've seen there's been date nights are there plans for more fun evening events
0: those date nights really are cool um Y'all, you just follow us on social media and you'll you'll get a list of when those happen. But they most of the time during the fall, we'll be offering some. Um, on, a, on occasion, we do them in the strawberry fields or in the peach orchard. But um, it's a good opportunity to get out with your spouse and leave mm. the kids at home. And I that's the thing. That's probably the night, the event that blows my mind is the one at the corn maze. The adult's act like kids because they don't have to take care of their kids they don't have to they're the adults are going down the slides they're at the petting zoo they're riding the tricycles all that kind of stuff just having a big time i love it and uh, we bring in some entertainment and, and feed everybody so um i think that's kind of our next thing like you and i talked about earlier is looking for those on farm events mm-hmm. after hours um mm-hmm. try to put some of that stuff together and um, I need to hurry up and get Chloe out of college so she can handle that. Right, go dogs. Dad's getting dad's getting too old for those late nights. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> she'll be she'll be up for it. Yeah,
0: she'll be she'll be up for it.
1: Well, and I love you know the 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 staff seems like family, and I love that you know you know you're doing something right when family isn't burnt out but wants to come back, wants to work in the business. That's right. Going out it out their... means a lot. It means oh, a yeah. lot.
0: Absolutely, it does.
1: He's making people smart. Half the people are coming just to see
0: the rock star of Cohen. That dude. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. He uh, <laughs> he thinks he runs the show. the The latest thing is is that he checks his uh, he checks his radar on his phone about every thirty or forty five minutes, and he calls me when a, when one of these thunderstorms that we were talking about a while ago he he gives me the heads up to tell me when to get the guys out of the field. It's going to come a storm, Dad. Mm. So there you go.
1: Well, on on that note, if you're listening, I mean, business has ups and downs, and all business has risk and issues. Uh, Farming really does have more than most, and there's more outside of your control, let alone when you add in the agritourism. And I think about, we were talking before the show, uh, if there's too much rain, you got to worry about disease and and fungus. If there's not enough rain, you got to worry about bugs. And then you do need rain to make the plants grow so you can sell the peaches, but you don't want it to rain
0: while you're doing you pick. So if I could just have an inch of rain a week, about 8 p.m. on Saturday nights and be finished, (laughs) be finished by about 8 a.m. on Sunday morning, I would be perfectly fine with that and you know lo- where i can get that where i can order that <laughs> Heaven. life doesn't work that way
1: and uh you know being a farmer you get used to that but uh keep that in mind when you're having your rainstorm or lack of rain you know it'll uh it'll pass so drew we're gonna do a uh wrap-up what are three things we should wrap about jaymore as we close out
0: i don't know man the eatery peaches eatery. and i don't know what's the ice cream
1: ice cream all right so check it out, folks. A great time is in reach. Head up to Jay Moore and get a sweet peach, July Prince, or whatever is next. If you want to order ahead, you could shoot them a text. The eatery, best sandwich you've ever had in your life. So bring your kids, your dog, not your dog, but your wife anyway. The peaches, the sandwiches at all. Come out to Jay Moore this summer or this fall. Drew, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you, Phil. North Georgia. That was business. awesome.
1: awesome. Radio X
0: been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.